what it is how's it going everybody today we're going to be talking about avatar the way of water we're going to talk about all the things we're going to talk about the return of a movie that is 10 years too late we're going to talk about these kids though these kids though and of course talk about water so if you want to hear what we have to say grab a snack grab a beverage preferably water to stay hydrated and listen on in to the first ones to die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ones to die podcast. <laughs> podcast. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Alex and Jerome, the wonderful, talented Alex and Jerome. How are you both doing? Alex, how you doing? You and Jerome make the stupidest faces. And I gotta edit these videos and just stare at your guys' faces sometimes. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, it's freaking cold in Seattle right now. We had an ice storm, so everybody's slipping and sliding. Uh, I was the only one of five people that went into work today. Uh, we got to go home early. A lot of coworkers did yell at me but we're like don't drive in the ice with a beetle because i have a Volkswagen beetle they're like you shouldn't be here <laughs> like, no i shouldn't but i am but other than that i'm good came home around noon so i got to be nice and toasty and just hang out for the whole day so it was actually really nice nice well we hope you're keeping warm jerome are you keeping warm i am i say in fact i spent the whole day home because my job was closed so <laughs> i did nothing but work from home uh, but, you know, things are good. Um, doing all right. I'm, uh, I'm tired, yeah. <laughs> like, I've been working a lot. Um, but hanging in there for the Christmas season. Christmas. Also, speaking of Christmas, what'd you guys get? By the time this comes out, it'll be Christmas, uh, the day after Christmas. So, you know, uh, comment below. Tell us what fantastic things that you got or gave to other people for the Christmas season. And I hope that your Christmas was awesome. Yes, and on to the new year. And how are mm -hmm. you doing in your lovely, sunny California, <laughs> Jonathan? I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> it has been sun. Yeah, sunny. Let me just call a spade a spade. I feel like the weatherman's out here bragging in your state, just like. And meanwhile, in our state. We got no snow. It's like, matter of fact, wear shorts outside, take a picture, send it to your friends, just to let, just to rub it in, just to rub it in. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. It is still for me. It's still sweater weather, though. Uh, even though I'm from, born and raised in Seattle, if it dips below sixty degrees, I'm, I'm, I'm like an icicle. Like I cannot, I cannot take it. Um, but yeah, it's been nice. Uh, I've been working a lot this week, especially. Um, so I'm excited for, well, it would be in the past, uh, Christmas. But uh, I have the 26th off as well. So I get Ooh, to relax nice. on that day too. So excited about that. And um, yeah. I wonder, because I, I was originally planning on going to my sister's, but she lives in Bellevue, which is across the water. So I'm excited to see what future Alex will be doing for Christmas. 
You know, I'll be going to my sister's for for breakfast and presents tomorrow or Saturday, or I will be sleeping in, which also is a nice preference for me. Staying, staying in bed, not having to get up because it's cold out there. <laughs> but I do enjoy people freaking out when they see my car driving around. Yeah. It's a little it, entertaining. Wow. I kind of want to maybe watch a movie this Christmas. Like, like go to the movies. I don't think I've ever been to the movies on Christmas. I've been see, there a couple I times. It's really always, nice. I ever I don't really do anything for Christmas. And the reason why is because I feel like anytime I do it's the same thing as like going to the grocery store on Thanksgiving, where I'm like, I'm part of the problem. Like, you shouldn't have to be here on your holiday. You should be off. But now, but because I'm here, you have to be here. Because <laughs> someone's gotta open the door, turn the projector on. <laughs> and start the movie. <laughs> I mean, fair That's point. Fair way of thinking it. <laughs> but they probably get time and a half. That doesn't that doesn't make up for the missed time with family members and friends. Well, chances I don't know, are, is okay, family usually, that great? Well, and and usually, you know how it would be when we would work at the movies. It would always be the people who wanted to work on those days, like. Maybe they didn't have anything planned or like their family is out of town and they're like, hey, I might as well work and get some hours. It's never the people who are like, let me go home right now. I don't want to be here. My family's out. It's never those people. It's usually it is when they're working for a Scrooge. <laughs> and usually when people were like that, you were like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm not dealing with your crying for the next eight hours. Just go home. There's like five people in the store. We'll be fine. Go. I feel like there's a manager out there that's just like, I wish you would try and leave this goddamn grocery store. <laughs> you were going to be here for the entire day, matter of fact. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> I used to, when I worked at the friend, I used to work at the Fred Meyer Deli and I would always work Thanksgiving. So it was right. Time and a half. Nice pay. And two, like you would, I would, I would be entertained by the people I would see come in because they were frantic. They were like, oh my God. Like, I don't know if those people didn't have, like, good, like, planning skills or, like, somebody came for a ho- for the holiday they didn't want to, so then they, now they got to one-up them, you know? They're like, oh, the ham's not enough. I need this. I need this to make it perfect to show off or something. But it was always entertaining to see. And then I would have people that would come to the deli and be like, I need half a ham. And I'm like, I can give you half a ham, but it's not going to look the way you think it's going to look. And it's not going to present the way you present. They're like, I don't care. I just need ham now. I'll slice it at home. And I'm like, whatever, man. <laughs> so, I mean, it was pretty entertaining to see those type of people on Thanksgiving. The ones who are like, they're still halfway to getting dressed, but they know they need the supplies because they didn't get it like a week before. And I don't know why. Poor management skills, people. You got mm. to get better management <laughs> skills. Mm. Ah. Well... You know Talking about poor management. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. We are talking time, about anyway. <laughs> we are talking about a movie that just came out called Avatar: The Way of Water. The Way Direct- of Water. Yes. Is it, it is the way W A Y or wave? Way. Way. Like way. Okay. Like go that way. Calm down. I just, I always call it Avatar 2. Well, that's incorrect. Um, Well, anyway, (laughs) so. I often am. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
Avatar The Way of Water, not to be confused with Avatar 2, um, is the sequel to the, the <laughs> Isn't it? Wait, why are you saying not to be confused? Hold on. Because it is Avatar. It's a sequel to Avatar, so it'd be Avatar 2. But it's not 2. called Avatar 2. Did uh-uh. you see a 2 in there? It's called Avatar. Look at the poster, the Alex. Water. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've Googled Avatar 2, and that's what pops up. So clearly, it's another... That's because their marketing team is good. They're like, these people are going to call it the right, the wrong name. They're going to Google it. They're going to call it the wrong name. But it's still going to direct to our the link to our tickets. So that's a good marketing team. Go go on with your spiel as well, starting. Hold on, I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna find Avatar Two where it's called Avatar Two. Go go on go on with your detail with your so with your yeah. summary. It's the sequel to the 2009 film Avatar, and that's not called Avatar One. Anyway, I'll keep going. Um, it's called the so, Avatar. <laughs> so uh, it's directed by James Cameron, of course, and it stars among. Others, Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Stephen Lang, Cliff Curtis, Joel David Moore, and others. And Kate Winslet. I'm about to say, you're not going to put Kate Winslet at the top? <laughs> she wasn't on the top in this list on Wikipedia. She's number... Wait, hold on. Five, at least. <laughs> that don't sound like the top. On, I- on IMDb. <laughs> She's still, that's still not the top. <laughs> I just mean like that's, you know in the, in the, in the initial a, like list of names, Kate Winslet has to be in there somewhere. Yeah, number five, <laughs> number five, <laughs> but not number one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the cast, and in this movie, <laughs> like, they, this review was already like um, they go. I don't know what Look, we're on Pandora, goddammit, okay? <laughs> there's water, there's people, the cat people are back with a vengeance. Also, Stephen Lang, too. The humans are back, they're out here causing trouble, and you know what that means? It's time for the cat people to stop playing around and just get to business. Therefore, Jake Sully, ultimate cat man, has now decided that he and his cat children are gonna are not gonna take it no more. They not gonna put up with the disrespect. They go they go fight back. Yes, and you and know only you after you it, watch two hours of the movie first, and then they decide. To- <laughs> and if you remember in the first one, um, and spoilers for Avatar, the first Avatar, um, if you haven't seen it already in the thirteen years that it's been out, um, Stephen Lang, his character, his human form dies. Um and Jake Sully. Hold on, what you doing? You 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 out here? You out here spoiling? I'm spoiling the <laughs> first just one. Say, <laughs> he oh, just up. Gave, He's like, okay, oh, okay. No, no, I thought you were gonna spoil the second one. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. No. You, <laughs> Wait. So I think I just figured out what happens in the second one. But go on, Jonathan. <laughs> so Stephen Lake's character uh dies at the hands of Jake Sully. Um. Actually, and, correction, he dies at the hands of Natiri. All right, you're gonna give the female character, only female character in this uh, in that first movie that's worth a damn outside of Sigourney Weaver, uh, her props. <laughs> Look, it's been 13 years. I don't remember that much. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I'm gonna go get a little more eggnog. I'll be back. Feels like it's been eight years. We have we have hosts leaving the podcast. <laughs> 
Listen, it's it's Christmas, all right? We're tired. <laughs> it's the day after. It's been a long Whatever. year. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, so in this film, it's also about a vengeance. Uh, 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 Stephen Lang's character, and I should probably know his uh, his character's name, um, Colonel Miles uh, Quaritch. Quaritch. Uh, he is trying to get revenge, but he's in this avatar, this new avatar um, Navi form. So uh, he's trying to get his revenge on uh, Jake Sully. So, Jerome, what did you think of Avatar The Way of Water? Basically, if this is your first time listening, we go through our non-spoiler thoughts and then we get to spoilers. All right. So, Jerome, what did you think? This movie too damn long. <laughs> Remember Justice League, the, the Zack Snyder Justice League review when I was like, this movie too goddamn long. It's the same thing here. This movie is too damn long and for no reason. At least Justice League, like Zack Snyder's Justice League had like separate chapters, you know, there's stuff going on. So he splits it up. So it makes it, it makes you like, know, like, okay, we're like barreling through this story. This story, this is movie, don't get me wrong. It's not four hours, it's three hours and, and 10 minutes total. And while it's like, I will say it's like the flow is not too bad. There's there's plenty of moments where I'm just like, why why are we here? Like why you could cut this out, you could cut that out, and I feel like a lot of it is because James Cameron's like, look, god dang it, I spent the money, okay? I worked hard to get these shots. We worked hard on this CG. You worked you hard for the money. This. You go look at this damn water <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> Ain't no ifs ands or buts about it. Okay, you go look at this water. Weren't they originally trying to steal minerals or something? Was it the water they were trying to steal? What? We'll, no, no, we'll no, get no, into no. it once. Once we'll the... get in. Yeah, um, but I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Link the side. Uh, I do think this movie suffers from a lot of the same problems as the first movie, but at the same time has some upgrades that the first movie didn't have. Too. Uh, firstly, I think the main thing it has better is I actually care about the characters a lot more in this. Um, mainly because we don't really focus on Jake Sully that much. Uh, we focus on his kids more, and the kids do actually a pretty decent job uh, carrying the film. Like, I was like, I'm invested in these kids. Where the shortcomings comes in, because it's like, personality-wise, I care about these kids. Story-wise, it falls to the same problems the first one had, where the stories are so generic, literally upon meeting these kids and finding out their roles in the family, like their family dynamic of, this kid is this one and this kid is this one, you immediately know how the story is going to end for all of them. And there's four of them. <laughs> and you are, and there's no surprises in this movie, not really, as far as, like, plot details, I feel like. I feel like this movie is lacking in, like, any type of interesting, like, really uh, expansive ideas plot-wise. Visually, though, this movie is immaculate. Like, it is gorgeous the movie looks fantastic if you can see it in 3d watch it in 3d it looks good um the water i will give it to james cameron it looks pretty awesome i've never seen water look that good uh cg like where a movie filled with water like this never seen it look that good in a long time and even then most of the time when water did look good before it was only for minimal amounts this whole movie takes place like near an ocean so 
they, they did a great job. Um, the character models look fantastic. I love the idea, the world building in this, where the water na Navi kind of live in their own uh, sphere, basically. And you get the, and even the way they are formed as bodies is completely different than the Navi we met in the first movie. So I love the ideas. I love a lot of the the visuals in this movie. Also, the high frame rate didn't bother me. Uh, the balance between 48 and 24. The only thing that was weird is just that there were times where I don't know what happened and, and maybe they'll patch it later uh, in the movie theater, which is hard to say because that's often reserved for video games. But um, the some of the model, like at times the Avatar characters, it's like the frame rate was weird or the render was weird on their bodies and they didn't look quite as good as they did before. Not that they looked bad, just that they, you could tell that they were CG characters and it's hard to explain without like it had that sometimes they it. did that was going to that was going to be something that I said as well like sometimes they looked a little video game ish yeah there were times they looked like a video game characters and i was like what the hell's going on um and then other times they looked smooth as ice so it's weird um but that's my overall general thoughts I, like if i if i had to give like a a solid like recommendation i would say honestly if you like the first one you'll love this it's a lot more of the same but if you had a lot of issues with the first one, you'll have probably just as many issues with this one because it's, again, a lot of the same as far as both the problems and the visual excellence. Well, for me, I, I came out of the movie um, enjoying... No. Uh, I haven't said anything in a while, so I wanted to say something. Go on. <laughs> well, you, you'll get your say. We'll, the audience will know um, what you have to say about the movie in a bit. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I had a fun time while watching the movie. It was a very fun movie. However, the plot uh, was, as Jerome said, it was generic. Um, it felt like, and this was my issue when I watched, or when I first heard about, uh, Avatar, the Avatar sequels, um, and they announced that Stephen Lang was going to be the villain for all of the rest of the movies coming out. So I'm like, first of all, you just spoiled like the plot of, or not the plot, but what the result, uh, of the next couple movies. Because we know that he don't go, he ain't going nowhere. Like he's gonna do his villain thing, leave, then come back for the next two. Um, and and uh, it felt kind of like this one was the same kind of story as the previous one, just in a different setting. Um, however, I really loved the visuals. I also thought that. Um, with the family aspect, I love. I really love that. I felt like I could really connect with the characters, even though they're these like uh, different species of of beings. Um, I felt like I could really connect to like them and the familial aspect. Um, and I felt I I appreciated that. You know, we had kind of each character have their little moment where they got to um, you know do their own thing, and then all of their own things come together at the end for um for to 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 solve the 
not to, but like they it came, they came together at the end. Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah. The plot was lacking, but everything else about it was beautiful and fun and yeah, I just really enjoyed being in the world. Um and it was really cool to see the new setting and the new characters because if we had spent, you know, the entire time um in the same setting that we had in the last movie, it it would have felt like boring and monotonous. But the fact that we got to see these new things and experience this new world or the experience this new like land um, or water rather, uh, I thought that was really cool. Alex, what are your thoughts on the movie? I didn't watch it. <laughs> um. One, it's too long. I can't I can't do like three hours in a theater. I'm gonna die. There's a reason I didn't see the last Marvel movie. They say the next one. Uh, the the End Marvel Game. Endgame part two was like was like around three hours long. I can't sit that long. One, I have chronic leg pain. Two, I have ADHD. Watch it yeah, at home. No, I, now with the no with the end game one, he says that. Be, but now I don't watch it pure out of out of pure spite, to, <laughs> specifically more towards Jerome, because <laughs> I like to say inaccurate things now. That's your <laughs> go to you missed out on a good movie. Go to a theater. Go to a theater that has the recliners. Ooh, yeah, I do like those. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like- that's what we did awesome. when I when we watched Avatar. It was it had reclining seats. So we could lean back with it. Mm-hmm. Did you mention your girlfriend fell asleep? No, like I, she was falling asleep. I, I think it was me because we were both tired, and then she's just like, I'm, I'm just, I had to check in. I was like, Are you okay? She's like, I, I, I'm tired. She's fighting for her <laughs> life watching this movie. I didn't want to fight for my life to watch this movie. I mean, I, I think the from the previews I've seen, it's very pretty looking and very like cool, and I like that like kind of watery glow look. But uh, I just didn't put the effort and time to see it. Um, so I will just be spending this podcast making sarcastic comments and putting incorrect input everywhere just to annoy you guys. Listen, they say the next one, uh, there's a cut right now already done of the next one. It's nine hours long. <laughs> just make it into a series at that point. Just right. put it on HBO Why? Max. Why? Why? Why, though? Why does it need to be? Because they're like, oh, you know, you can't tell the whole story. That's what a TV show is for. You're right. If it's it's got more, then put it on a series. Make it now, a series. here's the thing. I don't think it'll actually be nine. I think what, what someone was saying is they're like, it's nine hours long. I'm like, I'm betting. I'm willing to bet there's nine hours worth of footage, but they're going to cut that That's down. There's no way it's going to be nine insane hours. <laughs> that you made a nine hour long movie. You're like, okay, we'll trim it down to four or three. The fact that there was a nine hour movie made it like no it's unnecessary i find well, it I mean, highly unnecessary. we don't know how much of that is just repeat takes to be honest that well just that's different out, if it's know? just repeat so. takes but like that's what i'm saying i'm like there's probably nine hours worth of footage they have but i don't think the movie is actually like as far as like a finished what cut if, they, is if, nine they, hours if they were making a movie wouldn't it be like if and all the wouldn't all the footage be hundreds be way hours, more than, yeah yeah it would be way more than nine hours right not necessarily because For if you're a making a like two-hour movie you can't and you make multiple not... takes, that's yeah. That's, but, it, but most if, cuts if you, in a an movie... av- if you if you have a two-hour movie and 
you you and you do five takes, that's already ten hours. You know? Yeah, but remember most takes are only like all of seven or twelve seconds. Depending no, on No, I mean do. if you do five if you do just five takes, that's already ten hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like one scene can take a whole day and take a whole reel of film. And that's a straight eight hours right there. Well, it's digital now. So, like, remember, this is all filmed in a, in a CG green screen like thing. So they can film for as long as they want. It's all digital. Don't have to worry right, about it. Right. So there wheels. is more than nine hours of film. If they say there's a nine hour film, that most likely means that without. They cut it down to nine, nine hours. Yeah, they just keep trimming. <laughs> cut it down. We cut it down. Where's the final cut? Nine hours. Man, mother. <laughs> Which, with James Cameron, I could believe that. That man has no chill. <laughs> This man has said he. This is what he wants to do for the rest of his life: is make Avatar. When you got the money, you can just do what you want. Yeah. Here's my thing. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I'm like, if you're gonna do that, you gotta, you gotta make better stories though with this world. Because I feel like this world has better stories to tell. Because it's an interesting, really cool world. I love the characters. I love the creatures. I love the, um, the like landscape of like the the nature of it so it's like it's not that i it's not that avatar doesn't have intrigue and interest in it it's just the stories they're telling with avatar are just the most like have you seen a movie then you've seen avatar like <laughs> like type of stories where it's so is, boring is it ever explained how he can have children because isn't his body like an android or something no but you know what i that's fair you know what it is you you haven't remembered the ending of Avatar 1, because you see, the movie came no. out 13 years ago. No, no, I remember of- he gets put into that body. They, like, yeah. do a soul transfer or whatever. But isn't that body just a, is it, like, an actual yeah, one it's of a their biological, bodies? Biological body, yeah. It's, made, it's a biological creature. That can do so things, because he has kids. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like... Yeah, That's he's like, a biological, like, like the Avatar bodies, the only thing that makes them uh, unique compared to regular Avatar, like regular Na'vi, is that they have four fingers instead of three. But otherwise- I just think it's weird that just, they gave them, one, the possibility to have sex, and then two, to procreate with these creatures as if well. If we're making a like, Na'vi body, we're not going to not include his genitalia, all right? That'd just be weird. I mean, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, Isn't his genitalia? Right, but like, you made him fertile. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's weird that you made him fertile. That's that's what's odd about all this. It's, it's just, That's just the body doing what the body does, all right? We didn't make his like sperm cells all right the body's just gonna make those on his own he's a healthy male avatar body all right i like listen i'm just letting nature do its thing i'm just a scientist but it's not <laughs> nature it was literally a scientist created it it's it's weird it's weird to make a fertile replica of a being so that they because their intention was never well, the to intention breed is not for him to have sex the intention was for him so to why tell make, them why give to- him the genitals and why make him fertile <laughs> Because you know, because like, that is actually a plot of the Frankenstein movie. Okay. You want to in, like, in Frankenstein, they distinctly say they don't want to give him a penis because they don't want him to procreate. You know why? And I I'll think tell it's you weird why. that they do that. I'll tell you why. Why is it that every time we build robots in every sci-fi movie, we have to make them like anatomically correct to every human, especially women? They always every time there's a female android robot, they make sure she's got a pair of tits. 
and possibly two of vagina. Yeah, that's something uh, for <laughs> male directors and writers that need no, to No, women their shit women out. who write sci-fi where male female robots do the same thing. <laughs> so you, that's not an excuse. It's so, so anyway, Kate Winslet. Um so, <laughs> that's where we're going. Also, by the way, we're going to the spoiler section, audience. So yes. be on the lookout. <laughs> okay. Um well getting into the spoiler section of the episode. Uh, Alex, I want to know what you think happens in the end, because you were like, you you said, uh, well, now I think I know what happens. What do you think happens in the very well, end? Well, you mentioned somebody dying in the first film, so I'm assuming they die in the this the Avatar 2? Who? No. Uh, the S- guy who originally got his body put into the android. So, no. basically what happened? <laughs> and they're not androids! They're literally <laughs> just bodies! Do you see how you yell at me? Now we're doing it this way. Put your camera off. I'm working on it. I don't know what's going on. In fact, this one is especially not Android because they literally deposit his memories into an avatar body. He doesn't even have a human body to just like to pilot the avatar. They straight up just make a new person. Right. In an avatar body. His human, the colonel, his human his human self is like dead and gone. And this is his memories and consciousness into this avatar body. Basically Jake Sully and his family. Yeah. Jake Sully and his family, they go, uh, they are getting invaded by his new avatar army, uh, the Colonel's new avatar army. And so they flee to um, the, what's the name of the people? What's the name of the land? I remember. I call them Aquanavi. That's literally there you go, what the I call Aqu- them. <laughs> the Aquanavi. And uh, they're hesitant at first, but they're like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're part of us. And then so the colonel and his crew are still hunting them. And uh, basically after. <laughs> I'm uh, laughing because you say that like that's how that happened. No, what happened was they arrived and then the the main chief guy, the chieftain was just like, I mean, you know, Jake is like, all right, well, you know, Jake is a pretty, he's a, he's a badass. We've all heard stories. His wife comes out, they ain't staying here. <laughs> and you can see on his face, he just looks at her like, come on, baby, please, don't, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't embarrass me like this. Come on, I'm chieftain. You, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I'm trying to be cool with these other people. He's a chieftain. I'm a chieftain. Come on, baby. It's like the equivalent of a boyfriend when he wants his friend to come over. And you live with your girlfriend, but your girlfriend don't want you to have company. <laughs> like, baby, oh, yeah. please, and just have they, one friend over, please. <laughs> and when they first, and when they first meet them, uh, there's <laughs> like, of course, the like the sibling rivalry. It's kind of like that step sibling like energy, like on TV shows and stuff. When you have two families that come together, you have the kids who are all like, oh, I don't like you, but then they end up like coming together and becoming the family. Um, and then there was the That's a uh, Disney Channel ending. Oh, it is Disney. Yeah, yeah it is. Hey, yeah, Disney does all. By the way, I don't, know, I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on with the camera. I can't restart it. So. Oh no worries. <laughs> so this is. We'll just, just have now. to hear your <laughs> your reactions. But um, this point forward, that... you will enjoy the lovely voice of one Alexandra. Right. <laughs> we'll get the full podcast immersive experience. <laughs> um, but what's the younger? The younger 
child who was the girl from the Aqua Navy, there was that scene when she's coming out of the water and she has the full like Yo, the hair. I, the- I was like, I was like, she's out here like she's uh, coming, uh, singing an R and B jam real quick, just coming out the water. <laughs> she did the Halle Berry James Bond walk out of the water. Wait, so they- do his children look like him, human, or like? I mean, they look so like that his, person, really. His his kids are. Are you talking about Jake Sully? Yeah, his children. Yeah, they look. They they are av- They're all avatars, except for this one kid who's not really his kid, but they took him in. Who's a human, but he like grew up uh. in, with the with the um with the Navi. So he like is part of their whole. Their, he's part of their family, and he ends up getting uh, captured. Because um, when Homeboy Colonel invades, he like he ends up yeah he ends up being the one that gets captured by him and yeah he's using well, mainly, him to locate. All right, cool. So for Rock's two reasons, with us and we're rocking with Mark. Got it. Well, two reasons because one, it's like to have the you know it's like oh well, the human character can hang out with other humans so we can cut down on the budget, but also b um, it's because uh, plot twist. Uh, Spider was his name in the movie, but you also find out he is actually the biological son of Stephen Lang's character from the first movie. So, oh, the pathos. Oh, the drama. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. What are they going to do? Not a goddamn thing with that plot point. (laughs) Really? No, they did, because wait till we get to the end. They do one thing. They do one thing with that plot point. Past that, it's just like, I guess we got to wait till the next movie for that to bear fruit. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they do, they do two things. They do two neat things with that. Well, one neat thing, one kind of like, I guess he needs to be here for the sequel. <laughs> but, but at um, first, at first, he's just, the colonel is just using him. <coughs> he's like, you're not, you're not my son. Like, I don't care about you. Um, and then ultimately, there's a point where, uh, this is like jump into the very end um, where Zoe Saldana, she's like, she sees that uh, Jake uh, is about to be actually. Okay. Jerome explain this better because she, she <laughs> Oh, well like well, the two, the two things they do with that character spider that is worth anything. Cause I feel like he's kind of a throwaway character for majority. Very much so. But uh, like the two things they do with them is at the end of the movie, you know, because Korich is coming after Jake's kids. He has one of his kids at knife point, and then Natiri is just like, oh, okay, I see how it is. So she puts Spider at knife point, and she's like, I will kill your son if mm-hmm. you try and kill. Because at this point, also, like, spoilers, one of his other sons dies. Jake's sons dies. He has two sons and two daughters, like, biologically. Well, no. He has two sons, two sons and one daughter biologically and two adopted kids. One from Sigourney Weaver's avatar body, who is like the Virgin Mary, who just has this like weird birth, even though no one knows who the father is. And uh, but she literally is like Navi Jesus because she literally has powers and can tap into the power of the, the planet and, um, and speak with the creatures in a way and all types of stuff. So she's basically Navi Jesus. She's not Jesus. <laughs> like li- literally Sigourney Weaver's character. They literally say it that way. Like the immaculate conception of uh, what's her face is uh, Navi gave birth to this daughter. I'm like immaculate conception. I've heard that term used before and it's been used in reference to the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. So and she's basically not Jesus. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's true. That's why I came then, out now. So they have her as like their adopted daughter and then Spider. Anyway. And then and then the, the, the two Avatar children, one of which the older brother dies. The older um, brother dies. But the older brother so, was the one the older brother was the one that was not getting like the fully developed storyline, so they were fine to kill him off. The younger brother was like, the one that that had was, more of the storyline in this film. Well, also yeah. he was the one who was just like, let me. It's like as soon as I, this is what I mean by like this movie is dynamic of characters. You instantly know what's going to happen to each one of them because you've seen a movie. Because it's like here's the here's the kids in order. Oldest brother is the dependable one, the one the dad looks up to the most and respects because he's like, yeah, you're my firstborn. I taught you everything. You're really good. But you need to look out for your older brother, your younger brother. Younger brother is the one who always gets in trouble. He's the outcast. And dad doesn't quite understand him, you know, and, it's, and uh, then he's like and then it, their youngest daughter is always getting captured. She's always in trouble. She's always trying to hang out with the She's big like siblings, 10 years but she old. can't keep up. Yeah. Then the adoptive daughter, she's got powers. That's her thing. And then, and then Spider is the human one. That like, and so immediately I was like, okay, I got this. Older brother's gonna die trying to protect the younger brother. Younger brother's gonna be uh, gonna do constantly mess up the entire movie until the end of the film. And youngest youngest daughter's gonna keep getting captured every <laughs> single time. And uh, other daughter's just gonna keep being weird, but somehow like save the day with her weird powers. And literally all of those plot points came through. <laughs> At the end of the movie, I was like, dang, I ought to go to Vegas right now. I'm too good at this. But anyway. So basically, yeah, go ahead. So Natiri is like, so we cut to the end of the movie. Korich has one of his sons at knife point. Natiri is like, like, I'm, I'm cutting loose. And so she's like, I'll kill your son. And of course, we find like uh, she he's, calls at first he's like, I and don't he care. cares about Spider. And you're like, oh, the pathos. Oh, the drama. And then Jake and Korich fight. And then when Korich is like drowning, this is the second thing. Cor like Jake beats him and Korich is drowning in the water. Spider finds him. And instead of leaving him behind, he saves him. He he's literally saves. Even though he's worked to help out his, you know, Navi family throughout the whole movie. Um, and anytime, anytime, like, uh, the Colonel, what's his name? What's his Colonel name? Colonel Corridge. Colonel Corridge. Uh, anytime he's like attacked his Navi family or whatever. Can you put up? <laughs> I have Wikipedia, but it's too many people in this cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Literally on uh, IMDb, he's, he, there is no even a first name. It's just Quaritch. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> the whole movie, anytime like. Uh, Corridge and his army have done something negatively towards the Navi family. Uh, Spider has been like, no, what are you doing? Stop, stop, don't do that. And then he saves this man's life at the end, which you know he's just going to come back with a vengeance, with even more of a vengeance towards your family that you were trying to save. So what What were you doing? Like, what was... And I think they're trying to set up a redemption arc for Corridge. Somehow, through the, all well, these sequels, he's going to be redeemed. We know he's that's gonna not going to happen. Guy. We know he's still going to be the bad guy. I mean, yeah, but you don't know what happens at the end of the last movie. Maybe at the last movie, at the end, he's just like, you know what? I was wrong. 
He's like, do you forgive me? And then immediately every single character should be like, hell no, we don't forgive you. You have literally slaughtered and killed so many of us. And that's not even to include how much you've done to the planet. You've destroyed all these people. Speaking of which, that's the other thing. The humans in this, in this movie, there is not a single outside spider. There's not a single one that has any redeeming qualities whatsoever. Like at least in the first movie, you had Michelle Rodriguez, you had the other scientists that were working with Jake. You know, you had like a good chunk. This movie, they're like, damn all that. Every, every human, like humans suck. Cause li- literally they can't I even mean, they land. They can't even land on this planet without literally destroying an entire forest. Just the fire alone from their ship's landing burns down like half the forest. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we haven't even touched ground yet. And we're already destroying the ecosystem. <laughs> And, and Alex, when they reach the water Navi, there are these uh, huge animals that are basically like whales. They're whales. They're, they're whales. <laughs> That's what he said. They're whales. <laughs> I mean, we could try and sugarcoat it, but it's like, yeah, okay. The little like barracuda slash butterfly things they fly. Sure, I'll give you that. But the, 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 the other, other ones, ones are, are just whales. Those are just whales. <laughs> love whales. Well, I love marine animals. Basically, they... Well, you well, wouldn't have liked the whole like, 20, 20 minutes of this movie in which yes. we just watched them hunt down a whale. They killed <laughs> a whale. They killed, they killed this, like, whale, and they got, like, this vial of, like, stuff from it uh, that apparently stops aging and is worth, like, millions of dollars. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was that. (laughs) Which the thing is like, it's, it's a thing where I'm like, the reason it it, is so self-indulgent is that they even use literal whaling techniques that have been used to hunt whales and you watch them just hunt this whale for 20 minutes. You just sit there and you're just like, I'm sorry, can we cut to anything else? (laughs) We're just watching these humans hunt down this whale with no mercy. They, they watching could care a whaling less. documentary. They are listening to these whales. Like, they do not care. They're just like, yeah, Your we got it. Impression. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. It was spot yeah. on. <laughs> Go ahead and like, here, let me put this harpoon on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, the f- yo, like, yo, what? yo. Dude, They're they taking joy with killing this for, whale. Like they're whaling? The reason is, there's two reasons. One is, like Jonathan said, they're trying to get this resource that apparently stops aging for human. It's the new thing. Like, they're done with unobtainium from the first movie. In fact, that doesn't even come up at all in this movie. This second, then now they're after this thing that's in the whale's brains that stops human aging. But also the other reason is that Quaritch is trying, like Jake, the movie starts with them destroying the forest and then Quaritch finds them. And so uh, Jake is, instead of Jake just be like, all right, we're going to have to do what we did in the last movie. We're going to have to fight back and kick some ass. He just is like, I got a family now. Mm, I'm just going to run. And so he runs away and goes to the water village to hide. Korich figures out there in the water village and he's like, we need to draw him out. We need to bring him to us. And they love nature and these animals. So if we kill one of them, and let it know, be known that we killed one of them, then they'll come to us because they'll want revenge. So there's like two, there is a reason they kill the whale. It's just how long the scene is and how drawn out it is that it's like, this movie's three hours and I feel like some of this could be cut down. We don't need to, we get the point. Humans are bad and they're, and they're hurting these animals. We don't need to watch for like a solid 10 to 15 
them like hunt down the whale and then learn the description of how they do it when that never comes back up ever again in this movie. And I don't think in the sequels we're ever going to see whaling sequences again. So we just spent 15 minutes watching a whale die just so we could watch a whale die <laughs> in the most elaborate way possible. This, I feel like this movie is very literal in the sense that with other media, um, if you're trying to send a message or or have the movie be based on something that actually happened in history, they usually disguise it under more layers or they might, you know, make the storyline a bit different. No, Avatar just hits you over the head with <laughs> colonialism, uh, environmentalism. Um, and it's very like literal, which isn't, I don't think like it's a bad, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not but necessarily a bad it, thing, but it's like for three hours, it's a bad thing. Cause it's just like, God damn, like I, I'm tired. And I feel like we could get through this faster if you're just going to be very literal about it. Like mm. if you're, if you're going to be subtle about it. Okay, sure. Cause you might need to draw it out just so that everybody, you know, the general audience can pick it up. But these are things that I'm like, a 10 year old can figure out what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that the environment is bad right like it's not 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 to say that like the writing is like awful it's just that it's so like cookie cutter in a lot of ways that i'm like i don't feel like this movie needs to be three hours because everything you're saying is like everything you're that's written is so simple that it's like and mm. i'm sure the, that the reason that is is because they're like with the plot being so simple we can focus all our time and effort in making the visuals look good and we do mm-hmm. but it's like we like whether the movie's three hours or an hour and a half, we can get how good the visuals are without the movie being this long because visuals are visuals. I'm staring at the movie the entire time. So if you're going to draw this movie out and have no subtlety to your script, it feels like you're wasting time <laughs> to be quite honest. And I, I appreciate, you know, that's that someone's talking about, uh, environmentalism, but then you sometimes that can backfire. You run into like the uh, uh, don't look up effect where it's just <laughs> like, okay, we get it. But I, no, I, I, I do appreciate that the, the, this film is sending that message and also talking about, you know, because this does happen where, you know, colonizers come in, terrorize and drive out a, a whole group of people for their own benefit, which isn't great. And um, this, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's got a great message. I think, and I, again, I will say, you know, just despite my complaints and me just say, calling the movie simple, I will say it's a lot more elaborate than the first one was. The first one was was heavy handed as hell. This one is at least a little better. Um, I will say with the environmental me- environmentalist message. Um, I won't agree with some. Some uh, crit- critics have been saying they're like, this is the exact same thing as the first movie. I wouldn't necessarily go that far. But I will say that it does echo a lot of the same. If you like, if you're into the message of the first one, it echoes a lot of those same sentiments here of just being like, hey, take care of nature. Nature is beautiful yeah. if you just let it be beautiful. Yeah, um, it's not. The, it's definitely not the same as the first one. It's. I feel like it's really different, but it it, it doesn't deviate a lot. Yo, this movie hates moms, by the way. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> well, because Elaborate. like because the whale that dies, by the way, is a mama whale. So there, there, there there's that. Then also, like Natiri 
and the other like chief like uh, Kate Winslet's Rona. character. Yeah, they have no chill at all <laughs> the entire movie. Like they're if they're, they're protective. Not, if they're not like crying their eyes out the entire time, especially they're in the theory, they're they're yelling or fighting people. <laughs> like they have no sweet moments where they're just like, yeah, I'm all right. Like I'm chilling. You know, I'm gonna go with it. Like. They're just always like, 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 especially Natiri, which to be fair, I, I, I like Natiri a lot. Zoe Saldana does a great job playing the character. I just, and I, and I hate that they sidelined her character a lot, actually. Yeah, she didn't get a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. It was mainly like the beginning and the end. That was pretty much I, it. I just wish she had, because it's like, literally Jake's like, we need to well, leave. And she's like, I don't want to leave. This movie, this movie's run by Disney. I'm surprised they didn't kill her off in the first ten minutes. I was expecting her to die. No, she they killed her off a whale. Yeah, see. she wasn't in a lot of the promotional material, like as much. So I was like, "Yo, is Natiri dead?" <laughs> but she so, didn't make like, it through this movie. She survived. Mm-hmm. It's Good just the, her. It's just the fact though that she's like, like. Uh, like Jake, like Jake's like, we need to leave. We need to go to the water place. And she's like, I don't want to leave. And he's like, baby, baby, come on now. Don't be like that. She's like, ah, oh, fine. And then I'm like, and then that's it. I'm like, well, dang, y'all ain't gonna give her a little more agency to do a little more pushback. She just goes with, just goes along with this guy's plan. Who, by the way, again, he's not native to this planet. And I think it's weird. A lot of people brought this up and I didn't think about it till someone said it, where it's like, it is weird that he is the outsider, and yet people treat him like he's like the OG on this planet. Yeah. The fact that he's even the chieftain of the forest Navi when we start this movie, and it's like, I'm sorry, why are you chief? I mean, yeah, sure, you redeemed yourself at the end of the first movie, but also our tree got blown up because of you in the first movie. So if anything, <laughs> you were just making up for past mistakes. That doesn't mean we want you to be our leader. If anything, the Tiri should be their leader. Right. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it's just because it's like, well, he's he like, and that's what I mean by like, this movie could have more elaborate ideas, but it goes for the simple stuff of like, well, he's the man and the main character. So of course he'd become chief. And it's like, but that doesn't make sense given the culture of these people that you told me that it is. (laughs) Should they have, should they make a new law? new Navi law where uh, you have to be born just like if you wanted to be president of the United States, you'd have to be born in the U.S. <laughs> also, quick question. Them. Why is it voted in? Is the chief voted in? Or like, is it that he's literally like, hey, I'm going to take over because I'm probably the best looking one of you blue guys. Well, he's a, he's <laughs> a I guess it like it like goes to like we find out through the water chieftain that it's like he's like become like a legend. So he's like a badass to the Navi people. So they're like, yeah, of course, we'll make you chieftain. You're an, you're like a legend. But I'm like, why is yeah, the animals that ended up saving the planet? Well, I'm like, he's a legend that made the problem that made him a legend, though. <laughs> like, yeah. Are we missing that part of the story? Mm -hmm. And also when he flees and goes to the water Navi uh, land, he brings problems there too. Like, 
It's just a. But then they they all seem fine with it at the end. They're like, oh, you're good. There's one. There's one line because I was waiting for this line from Ronal where she says, uh, once like they're in the mix of every mix of everything and midst. Mid, yeah, yeah mid, they're in the midst of everything and um, they're getting attacked in and stuff. And she says, you brought this to us. You brought this to us. And nobody had said it up until that point. I'm like, yeah, finally, somebody said it. Like, yeah, that's he, the saying. This movie hates moms because it's almost like they're saying oh, women. They're always so emotional. And it's like, no, she makes a good point. <laughs> like this man. Because <laughs> she gets ignored, but she then, says that, and nobody is like has her back. Not even her chief. Not even her husband. He's just like he's just like. Well, you know what are you gonna do? And he's like basically, it's how his reaction. He's just like, ah, well, you know, you're gonna lose a few. It's just, it's, just, it's like, nah, bro. She makes a good point. Why are we out here helping this man? All he's done is like, he, problems. He was a chief, and he ran away to the water like tribe. Well, no, what Wait, he does. What? He re- he uh he relieves himself of duty. He lets somebody else be chief of the Navi people, and then yeah. he leaves. Oh, so in a great time of need, he's like, new, yeah, they crown like a new leader in like a split sec. Like it was like a two second. Like, all right, you're the new leader, and we never hear from that guy. We, that guy never gets. We never speak. hear from well, that he tribe probably, again. <laughs> he probably got him killed. I, that was my that thought was when true. he as soon as he was like, yeah, he'll make a great chief. I'm like. You act like you were just like, yeah, but it's your problem now. See ya. And because Gorge doesn't know where you're going. So he's just going to attack these forest Navi trying to find out. It's like they're going to have to deal with hell for the next couple of days until they figure out that you're not there. (laughs) Damn it, Jake. (laughs) Jake is causing destruction everywhere. Yo, the whales made no sense, though, too. Because here's the thing. There, the water navi, right? That like the reason this movie is called the Way of Water is because that's literally the description of the water navi's like, um, uh, like the way their way of life, basically, because they live on the water and even like have ex, ex, uh, even I, are are built. Their bodies are built like their hands have like fins on them. Their tails are mm-hmm. thicker so they can swim better in the water. They can By hold the their way, breath for a longer period of time. Like they are mm-hmm. built to be in water. By the way, I loved their home setup. It looked like a resort. It honestly, did. With the, yeah. With the bridges and the water. It, I, I would go there. I was like, I can't wait for this to be a part of the Disney uh, like exactly. water park. <laughs> right. Ooh, that does sound pretty. it's going to be. <laughs> uh, or at least it should be. Um, but um, it, it looked really good. And like, and the way of water is their their way of life. One of the parts of their way of water is that they also have their own like sign language because you know they can't talk underwater, so they communicate using sign their own version of sign language underwater. We later find out that apparently this is also how they communicate with these whales. Mm-hmm. Who are like a, like an an almost like an animal part of their tribe who come every time and hang out with the water navi and talk to them and tell them stories and stuff like that. But and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, kind of like kind of like they're not quite pets, but they're kind of like you know like imprinted animals, kind of like how a wolf would imprint on you or something like that. But then there's a scene where what Lowack, wolves the, are you hanging out with? That's how wolves operate. I mean, you know, they, they should, you shouldn't be hanging out with wolves. But if you are, like, that's the thing wolves do, is they imprint on people. Uh, or they can imprint on people or other wolves, stuff like that. But um, Loak is, uh, who's the youngest son, 
finds this like outcast whale. And of course, him being an outcast, he's like, me and you are going to be friends. But he and he does the sign language to communicate with the whale. And I'm like, OK, cool. But then the whale does whale sounds to communicate back to him. And we know what he's saying because there's subtitles. But I'm like, I'm sorry, you can speak whale. When is that? <laughs> when was that lesson taught? And sometimes they don't even also, speak. Sometimes he just shoots water out his blowhole and it, there's there's dialogue. And I'm like, how? How do you know what he's also, saying? Also, he's <laughs> only been a member of this community for a short amount of time. There was this whole there was this whole sequence where it's like, okay, learning how to um like uh ride the animals, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like you're learning. learning how to ride oh, the yeah, different animals. Oh, yeah, I remember that with the tail. They put their tails or uh-huh. air braids or yeah. something well, attached to the That's why animals. a lot of people are saying this is the same thing as the first one, because the first one, Jake didn't know anything about the forest culture, so he had to learn, and he met the animals he could ride, which was like the big dragons and stuff like that. In this one, it's the same thing. They, they come into the water place, and immediately they're like, yeah, like the chieftain's like, I don't know how y'all gonna live here. Y'all know nothing about water. Y'all know nothing about this life. And Jake's like, ah, we could, we could learn. We could pick it up. And uh, so the first thing they start learning how to do is, of course, like how to swim like they do and how to ride animals, just like the first movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I always wanted to go swimming in uh, like the ocean or go swimming with the sharks. And I am so excited. I would love to just do that. I think swimming with the whales, although I don't think I could do sign language with them and understand what they yell back at me i don't know how whales talk <laughs> is it a yell it's kind of like a do your do your sounds Jerome. well here's the thing too it's <laughs> 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 basically moaning but you know the thing is is that um the thing too about the whales that also doesn't make a whole lot of sense they say in dialogue because there's a science there's a scientist who's with the whaler people the scientist is like, yeah, we've analyzed these whales' uh, brain waves, and they're like, damn near like smarter than humans. Even they're like really smart. They could even make language, like make language, make songs if they wanted to, like build elaborate structures. They're like really smart creatures. And I'm, to which I'm like, then how come rudimentary whaling techniques works on these whales? Shouldn't they be very hard to hunt too? Because they're so smart, you literally can't catch them. Maybe it's because they're so big. They just can't avoid getting but caught. But here's the thing. So I would have that excuse if it wasn't for the fact that Outcast Whale comes back at the end of the movie and proves just how elaborately they could avoid capture <laughs> because he kicks their ass. He destroys an entire boat by himself. That scene was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm like, You know what? Before they were peaceful. Now he's like, yeah, no, screw it. I'm just going to like Throw my full weight into everything. Mm-hmm. That's when you just literally, instead of like going for technique, you body slam things and you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna Not barrel even through Alex. everything. Like he does body slam stuff, but even they have these little horns on the front of them that are like made of basically like, like they're as solid as like a rhino's horn, basically. And uh, to hunt these whales, because they have such a thick hide, they use these jet propelled like explosive harpoons. When they shoot one at him, he uses his rhino horn because he's so smart to deflect it and it bounces back into the ship and blows it up because it's an explosive harpoon. And I'm like, why don't more of you do this? <laughs> You're, you are very smart whales. Uh, the official name for the whales is the Tolkien's. 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 Tolkien, like, like, 
Lord of the Rings? Not spelled yeah. that way, but yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's pronounced it that like way. Like, yeah. like token black guy? No, like it, there is an L. It's just not the, there's no I before the E. It's just T-O-L-K-E-N, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a thing. But I'm just saying, like, it's it, again, it doesn't it doesn't pull me too much out of the movie. It's just something I noticed. However, the whale part, when uh, Loak is swimming with Outcast Whale, that's when me and my girlfriend were both feeling the length of the movie. We're like, because we sit there for yet another five minutes watching this man just swim with this whale. It's not even like they're doing anything elaborate. He's just swimming, chilling with this whale. And I'm like, you could cut this down. We don't need to sit here and watch this man do water aerobics. You have to. With you have to. You had to see him bond with the whale. I would love to bond with a whale. I think I would die. One, I'm not a strong swimmer. I'm barely a swimmer. I can like doggy paddle. Um, but you gotta have that moment of connection between the two outcasts. That forming of that bond. They he had got a whole conversation. We see them hang out. You got it. You you got to see it when he was riding those pterodactyls in the first film. No, he didn't. Like, you see what he the literally took five. Like he took like three minutes. It was a montage. He failed the first time, and then after, and then the next time, it took him all of like two minutes. He like fell. Whatever happened it, to that pterodactyl? Don't they like bond with them, and that's like their. Or you just well, jump on any random pterodactyl. Well, they can be wild. Like, you bond with one, but then you can just, like, un- uh, detach and just be like, all right, now go off and fly away. I'll call you if I need you. And then they just, like, survive. Because, you know, the Na'vi, the way they operate with the world is that they don't actually, even though they bond with these creatures, they don't own them. So they're like, go, go do your thing. I'll call you if I ever need you. But, you know, go live your life. This feels like a good time to have that type of animal in your life. I mean, it'd be the equivalent of, like, if, you you know, if you're, if, uh, well, you got Cheddar. If, like, Cheddar was allowed to just roam the streets, but you're like, yeah, whenever you, you know, feel like coming back or whenever I, wherever I want to see you, I'll just come find you. Have you seen Cheddar? (laughs) That boy ain't going nowhere. (laughs) He's um, literally asleep on two blankets right now. Like he's he's like I'm good. He's like you go roam. Funny enough, the Teary keeps her her like dragon creature, but Jake straight up replaces his because he's like, nah, I'm about that water life now, baby. Got this barracuda flying, this flying barracuda thing. I like this better. Yeah, it's on the water, and he never gets his dragon back. <laughs> <laughs> really just abandons it oh oh yeah we basically have we have those uh you know training wheel sequences uh but we have so we have two of those in this movie we have one with the kids and then one with jake where he's learning how to navigate the water and the animals in it so he really just up and moves his whole family to make them into water people mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the classic line of the kids saying, I want to go home. And then Jake's yeah. like, this is home. Yeah. This is home now. <laughs> oh, Yo, God. I hate the only person not complaining is Loak. He's like, you see how fine that water IV girl is when we pulled up here? <laughs> you better believe I'm glad I'll be staying. I'm staying here. I'm not leaving. <laughs> Except it's weird now because now I feel like they're like family because they're all a part of like one tribe. Yeah, but they're not like actual family. They're friends, if anything. You know what I mean? Do you think there's going to be a romance in the next movie? Because yes, there will. <laughs> Do you think like Jonathan? We we spent a whole chunk of the spoiler review like going over how this movie lacks in like you know is allergic to subtlety. Okay, <laughs> the fact that she is a girl and he is a young boy and they clearly 
like like they clearly have a rapport of that is not animosity toward each other means they will fall in love in the next movie obviously i love that i love that scene that where <laughs> where she's where she's teaching him how to hold her breath or where she's teaching him how to hold his breath and she like puts her hands on him and she's like breathe oh your breath is very fast right now yeah his heartbeat is very fast i'm like I'm like, it'd be funny if he's like, bitch, I can't breathe because I'm because you're touching me right now. <laughs> it's hard to breathe. <laughs> you take my breath away, girl. What are you doing? Aww. I need a new but teacher. Also, <laughs> I'm underwater. Like, give me a second. <laughs> um, but I will give you this. All the kids do a great job. I like, you know, to add some positivity in there. because yeah, Very I'm, much I'm, so. I've been going hard at this movie. Like to add some positivity, all the kids are actually pretty decent. It's not that they they may not have anything interesting to say as far as like really great dialogue, but they're acting wise, they're all phenomenal. They do a great job. Um, and I liked uh, I'm looking at now Bailey Bass and uh, Britton Dalton as Loak and uh, Saraya or Saraya, no Saraya. Um, they're great. They're fantastic as uh, those two. They have great chemistry. Um, Mm -hmm. I like their scenes together. So it's just. It's pretty good. Um, and, and I will say all the returning cast, too. And the Sigourney only, Weaver, Weaver the, playing a kid. Yeah, we too. haven't gotten to her yet. I was just about to get to her. She's the one that's weird. Not because Sigourney Weaver does a bad job, but because here's the thing. So we talked about how Sigourney Weaver's character, her avatar in the first movie, gives birth, uh, surprisingly, to this uh, young girl, Kiri, who they adopt, right? What we didn't share is that the actress playing Kiri is also Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> so she's this mm-hmm. teenage girl who like, sometimes she sounds like a teenager, but most of the time she sounds like a, she's, like at least a 30 year old woman. <laughs> yeah. And she's 73, by the way. Yeah. Sigourney what? Weaver is 73. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it. <laughs> well, when you think about, she's one of those where it's like she's been around forever, so you can you can buy. Yeah, it. you kind of stick her in like an age frame, but at the same time, you're like, wait, now I remember seeing her this long ago, and right. she was that age. So it's like, yeah, I not in the whole like she looks it. No, it's right. more like no, I know her career. <laughs> it's just exactly. weird that they have her play her, and I guess I I'm wondering if it's because James Cameron he likes Sigourney Weaver so much. I mean, he's worked with her on multiple projects that he's just like, come on, Sigourney. Like, well, I can't get rid of my girl Sigourney. It's like, okay, but maybe you should get a teenager to play this teenager. <laughs> and it's not like you can definitely Weaver. hear it in the voice. Yeah, and it's not like she's not in it, the movie. She is in the movie as her old character in a couple different right, flashbacks. That's, that's true. <laughs> she did a good, if she did like the mocap and stuff, she did a really good job. I believed her in like the movements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in the voice. The voice you could definitely tell. If she but, did the mocap, um, she did a great job. She like yeah, does move like a child for sure. Right. Well, it says, and this is Wikipedia, so you never know. But um, it says like most of the cast, she learned free diving for the film for the film and film scenes underwater. Yeah, a lot of the cast yeah. learned how to hold their like. James Cameron really wanted those underwater scenes, so he's like, "Y'all gonna learn how to hold y'all breath underwater." Yeah. <laughs> for under Kate Winslet, it said. It marks her first time working with performance capture and motion capture altogether. Like most of the cast, she also had to learn free diving for the film while mm-hmm. filming an underwater scene. She held her breath for over seven minutes, a new record for any film scene shot underwater. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Seven minutes. Oh, I, w- I wonder if they, he, James Cameron was like, 
All right, it's pool day, everybody. Let's go. Everybody's just <laughs> probably yeah. floating underwater. Well, I and think he's like, nobody's coming up back after a minute or two. I think they did do for the mocap. They did actually put like motion capture like beads like in the water. So there were days they probably actually did have to like just jump in the water with multiple cast members and just swim around and do their scenes. <laughs> I, I you know what? If I ever have to work on a film or if I ever want to be an actor, I only want to work on films where I have to do ridiculous stuff like that. I want pool days. If I ever no. b- become an extra on something, I can only do it if. Like, oh, you, we have to have a pool day every day to learn how to, like, hold our breath underwater. No, okay. you don't. I'm telling you now, I, I've done a project like that. It sucks. It sucks when you're doing it, but it you're, sounds, you're willing to do it because you're like, awful. it's your job, so you're going to do it. But it, it, like when you have to do it, no, it's yeah, just like, oh. No, it sounds fucking awful to have somebody <laughs> tell me you can't come up above water for three minutes. No, it sounds terrible. But if I am going to do this, I'm going to go, like in full like the worst way possible maybe i'll die on set it'll be nice story to tell it will make the movie legendary no it won't there's so there's plenty of people that die on set and we never hear about it yeah but those are just a tech crew (laughs) well i feel like we hear about most of them we hear about most of them I mean, like the oh, what was Alec, it? Alec Baldwin, Ebony, Alec Baldwin oh, yeah. thing. Oh, Brandon like, Lee from The Crow, that stunt woman from Deadpool Two. Um, all the people in that, uh, the not the Exorcism movie. What's that other movie where the house was trying to like kill them? No, I can't remember. Monster but house. like all those, not Monster House. Yes, nope. Monster House. Many people, many no, people died yeah, on that like, movie. No one died during Monster House. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes the Courtney Weaver's good uh, though she's good at the character yeah. I just you know who's <clears throat> sorry you know who I thought was weird in this movie because like he gets a lot of screen time but I was like Man, I don't know if your character development is like I don't know what's going on it's Sam Worthington I was like I feel like you're just going through the motions for a lot of this movie um, and it's it's weird because I'm like he's the main character of the last movie so you expect him to be like a big factor in this movie and he is around and he does a good chunk for the movie but he's not like as important as like the kids are the kids are like the dominating cast in this movie because they're like 75 percent of the film and then uh like but it's like but the scene jake's are it seems jake is in i'm just like jake you need to chill you need to get a beer or something especially with loak there are times where i'm just like i'm sorry you're a bad dad <laughs> like you're like, I maybe, know you're trying, but you you need to give your son a little more credit. Maybe in the third one, Jake might die. And so for the next one, for the one after that, his son, Loak, is going to try to get vengeance. That might be... That might Revenga! Be <laughs> Revenge! I, you know what, though? Because maybe, because maybe they're, like, phasing him out. Like, they're phasing... Jake, I mean, the character good. I I don't think I would miss him at all. <laughs> if he well, died. he abandoned everybody and his like tribe and people. Yeah, well, no, he, when he, they really should, he stuck to his family. Been, you know, like he's got his family to think about now. He's a family man now. <laughs> That's still not an excuse for abandonment of a whole like tribe after you've been put in charge for it. That's, <laughs> I feel like you can blame your family all you want. That is Natiri's argument. 
when they leave, she's just like, but you're the chieftain of the tribe and this is our tribe. Like, we can't leave. And he's like, but family, though. And she's like, all right, Vin Diesel, come on, let's go. Get on the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah, I, you know what I want, though? I want all the kids to be competent next movie, though, for real. Cause I got I got real tired of Wait, little. Wait, who was incompetent? The little girl was incompetent. That's who. <laughs> she. I want how the kids should be incompetent. She's a little girl. I have <laughs> not an excuse when every single one of them has skills. I mean, they're talking about how kids in the water tribe can like ride these water these water creatures with ease. No problem. Very useful. They are very capable. And she is meanwhile literally there's a there's literally a piece of dialogue where uh, Kiri gets captured. And so Took, who's the little girl character, and like somebody else, they go to save Kiri, only to then have two, like uh, uh, Soraya, that's who won. Soraya escapes, and Took gets captured, and Took literally says, in dialogue, I'm locked up again. I, got, I can't believe I got captured again. And I'm like, uh, I can? That's your whole role for this entire movie. <laughs> that is pretty bad. It's to get captured. <laughs> hey, she survived, didn't she? Barely, they, they, the, they, the brother didn't. Because the movie literally, the movie literally becomes Titanic at the very end, where they're stuck in the ship that's filling with water, and they can't get out. And they're literally crawling over tables as the whole ship turns over. The one that meant to get kidnapped all the time, at least she survived. But you know, the other characters didn't. But she survived, so it's fine. <laughs> Also, this is very random, but uh, when you just said Kiri, that reminded me. So Kiri Sigourney Weaver's character, um, it's pronounced Kitty. And so I thought her name was Kitty, like Kitty, like Kitty Cat. Throughout the whole movie, (laughs) I didn't think it was Kiri, but like with an accent. But well, it's I key. mean, with this movie's lack of su- subtleness, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Well, yeah, the other kid's name was Spider, so I'm like, okay, her name is Kiri. Yeah, Kitty. but he's not a literal spider or crawls around like a spider or anything in relation to Spider. He's just named Spider for no reason. Which they should have right. given him a name to, like, match him. Like, why are you just naming her? Everybody else gets these cool, like, names. And by the way, you're Spider. <laughs> Although is it because he's small and squashable? The, the I love that Spider is the like that's the other movie in this movie that's secretly there is guess who's coming to dinner? Because it's implied that Kiri and Spider kind of have like a, a you know a crush on each other and they have this this uh, close relationship. Wait, really? Yeah, because like, again, because they're kind of like brother and sister. No, what the heck? no, because, like no, it's more like he's like a family friend who comes around a lot. He's like Jazz. From Fresh Prince. Mm, like, he comes around a lot. I didn't see it that and way. And you know why? Well, here's why I say he's not like family. You know why I say he's not like family? Because Natiri don't accept him. <laughs> she's just... Right, because she's Natiri, about to kill him. Natiri, no, I think... No, not even just because she's about to kill him. In the beginning of the movie, she's like, he needs to... Mm, he needs to go back with his own people. <laughs> it's like, God damn... Also, did you not... Do you not know who you married to? This man ain't from your people either. <laughs> You accept him? What's the problem? What? Because he got pale skin? That's why you don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I. I never thought that that um, she was ever gonna kill Spider. I thought that was always like just a threat. Oh uh, no! I thought she was gonna kill him for real. Because after her son dies, she's like, all humans can get it. It's on sight. And she goes. She literally goes insane. Her eyes are like wide. Her pupils are dilated. 
She's just standing, ah, 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 just like screaming her, her lungs out, killing everything. And there's a point where she's like murdering this dude. Uh, and, uh, my, and Spider is about to come around the corner to see her. And he hides behind the pillar like, oh, shoot. Nah, not today. <laughs> it's like, I, I know how she feels. I'm not going over there. <laughs> Now's not the time. So I'm like, it, like, I, like, but there's, and also I say there's a, there, like, because I'm like, nobody else is concerned about Spider for the entirety of this movie. <laughs> he gets captured and the kids never bring him up except they Kiri. Don't. She's the only one. <laughs> he was like, cause oh, and even then it's Jake bring it up. He's like, are you missing Spider? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm surprised you remember his name because no. No! Oh, no. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, Alice doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> I love that I come back to you guys just laughing. I was like, she didn't have anything to say that entire time. <laughs> hey, oh, I got back. my picture back. There we go. I'm back. Hey. I was watching TikToks for you guys. <laughs> but it's just like... It's just funny to me that I'm like, yeah, but they kind of have a crush on each other. But the, 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 the thing is, the thing is, is that like, that is so just so funny. The idea that Natiri is just like, does not accept this boy. <laughs> then why do they keep him? They don't, they, he does not live with them. He lives with the, you remember the like scientists in the first movie who were like helping Jake out? They're still there. They're yeah. still on the planet. Like researching and everything, he lives with them. But he went with them to the water tribe. No, he gets captured no. by Courage. He just ends he up. He gets there. captured, and then so this they is a family. Him. She has reason to kill him. <laughs> they use him so that they can find the water people because he has. He can know, speak the language and he knows the culture yeah. a little bit. Um, but he, you know, Ow. like. Excuse me. Um, he, I'm sorry. Spider didn't need to be in this movie. <laughs> he's, the, he's the weakest character in this film. Uh, well, that's why he was in the film because I needed. But he's he's uh, the actual character. Well, what's funny is normally you would have a human character like that so you could save money on the budget. You know, have scenes with just the human characters or whatever, kind of like they did in the first movie. But there's not a scene about in this budget. movie where they're not. There's not CG. So you literally don't need this character because he doesn't really do anything except save his dad. That's pretty much it. <laughs> now, granted, he's the, he's the he's the character that is needed to mess everything up. Well, here's the thing is that this movie, I think like, the reason I'm not as harsh on this movie, though, as far as score is because this is the second movie. We know there's a third one coming. And possibly a fourth. I think and fourth. That, well, they say the fourth's coming, but they haven't finished it yet. So I think it, and I think it's dependent on if how this second and third movie does. <laughs> if the studio's going to be like, man, screw it, we're done. But I think K K James Cameron can still get away with it and be like, all right, I'll just make it myself. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, it, and I think it's doing well. It is doing okay. Right? It's actually uh, it, like, and people were worried because it's uh, projectedly was supposed to have it has to make like two billion globally to like Although make back its box office. But I'm like. I think it'll yeah, make that I did globally. I think it'll do Post fine. that video where I was like, I agreed with that guy. I kind of want the movie to fail. <laughs> I posted it on our Instagram where he's like, I've never wanted a movie more to fail. And I'm like, me too. Just a little bit. But 
The, I mean, right now it's at it's at six hundred sixty one million. Yeah, box office globally so or domestically. It, um, probably globally. Okay, cool. So it's but, on the right track. It's only been down yeah, like two it, weeks, two three weeks. A week? No, one week. Nah, it's been more than one week. A week no, in like two days. Out, yeah, it came out last week, man. Yeah, I hit my mic. Has it only been one week? It came Today's out Friday. literally on the. F- 15th or the 14th? Oh, wow. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so it's doing well. Or maybe time doesn't go by fast enough. Because you're already two weeks ahead. Ta- you're already a week time, ahead. time is irrelevant. Lunchtime doubly so. Go on. But it's just, I just, I like my, I, the reason I'm not as hard on this movie is because I will admit it being like the middle of the story. I feel like there's a lot of characters and things that are introduced in this movie that aren't going to pay off until the third and fourth movie. Because, for example, another big plot point that just completely gets dropped from this movie is Kiri's father. Because, you know, we were joking about her being Navi Jesus. But the reality is, is that she actually does have a father. And she asks about it. And we don't find out who it is. Like, she taps into, like, the spirit tree and we get to see what she sees. And she sees Sigourney Weaver and taps into her spirit. And Sigourney Weaver is like, ah, oh, yeah, my daughter, it's cool. And she's like, who's my dad? And before she can answer, she gets sucked away into like some spirit portal thing. So there's like, it, it leaves this mystery of like, who's her dad? Um, or, you know. Is that a human child trying to figure out who her dad is? No. You're not my dad. No, she, um, she, uh, so you know how Sigourney Weaver's character had a Navi body in the first movie? Mm-hmm. And they, and when she was dying, they tried to transfer her consciousness into her right, body. Right, but it didn't work. It didn't work. She died. But somehow, I guess it worked a little bit because her body was just in a coma, not dead. Her Navi body. And it then, like, and then somebody impregnated her while she was in her Navi body, while she was in that coma. And that's how we have Kiri. And they've been keeping her in stasis ever since. So her Navi body's just sleeping in like a tube, just like chilling. And everybody's just okay with that plot point there. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is three hours worth of movie, and we have a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. We don't. <laughs> we're not going to focus on the Sigourney Weaver being in a tube, <laughs> waiting, or getting pregnant during a coma. Well, it, called- here's the thing: we don't know what happened, so we don't know if it's like an if it was like a bad thing well, or if not. She has a fault. <laughs> She's in a coma and she had and the child has a father. I'm gonna gonna lean towards it was not a good thing. Well, see, um, with, that's con- how we describe. That's how they describe it because that's how you know she's like I have to have had a dad. But for all we know, they could be like actually because Awa, the god of you know Pandora. For all we know, it could have been Awa that impregnated her. So she really is Navi Jesus. So there really was no father figure, like actual physical body. I don't know. I don't know where James Cameron's going with this plot point, and and but I was just like thinking we were gonna wrap that up by the end of this movie because I'm like I'm sorry, are we gonna drag this on for multiple movies? From from listening to you guys talk, as I've just been here in the spirit realm myself, (laughs) um, it just kind of sounds like this movie was the almost like the first movie. You know what I mean? Like the first movie actually wrapped up pretty well, and it had a storyline. Almost like he was prepared for not to make the sequel. Mm-hmm. Like this movie, that the first one could have definitely stood on its own. It was beautiful and you know visually and all that stuff. And then this one, 
with the amount of like plot lines that were created but then dropped or something like that, this almost feels like the proper set up movie. And I think he knows full well that he's going to make so many other sequels. Like it's almost maybe like it's contracted in or he's already like been working on it. Or, like, it's guaranteed some way that he's willing to drop so many plot lines and, you know, miss the mark on so many stuff because, oh, it'll be eventually answered going down the line. Yeah. That's what this movie keeps sounding like, that this is almost the first movie. The other one was almost like a prequel, in a sense. This is, like, the first movie of the series. Well, that's, and yeah, it's trying to be kind of like how Empire Strikes Back was, where it's like Star Wars came out and that movie is self-contained. If you just watch nothing but Star Wars, it's a complete story. They like start with this hero, they blow up the I fell asleep during that movie too. I don't see how it's very short. But anyway, they they want they, they they you know start with the hero, they fight the Empire, blow up the Death Star, everything's happy. I mean Darth Vader escapes and all. But we don't meet the Emperor or anything. So as far as we know, Darth Vader's the big bad and he's just gonna float in space for the rest of his life and die eventually at some point. So, you know, all is well and the galaxy is saved. When they made Empire Strikes Back, it's almost like that reset everything where it's like, actually, the Empire's still around. And then by the way, the way that movie ends, it ends off on a pretty big cliffhanger because the heroes lose. And it's like, wait till the next movie to get the resolution. The difference is Empire Strikes Back had cool plot points in its own movie to carry you through so that when you hit that in cliffhanger, you're like, oh, man, what's going to happen next? This movie... It's it's the, the the plot points are so generic or just waste time that by the time you hit the end of the movie, kind of just like I don't even know if I want to watch the next one. I mean, I guess, but I'm not like waiting on the edge of my seat for the next one to come out. I'm just like gonna watch the next one because it's just gonna be another Avatar movie to watch. At least that's how I feel. I and probably i'll watch i don't know when the next ones are coming out the next one's supposed to come out i think next year or the year after next year like at the end of the year next year because they they already filmed avatar 3 they filmed 2 3 and 4 at the same time that's why it took so long for these movies to come out because they did it all at one time so hypothetically the third one should be coming pretty soon well i'll be interested to watch and i'll be even more interested to see if my prediction comes true um I guess should we should we uh, get into final thoughts? Sorry, uh, twenty twenty four. That's when Avatar three is supposed. To... Okay. Also, uh, fun fact: uh, while this movie is happening, I believe the Avatar video game that's supposed to come out, Frontiers of Pandora, is supposed to take place at the same time and deals with the Forest Navi. So I think that video game is supposed to be this is what was happening while Jake <laughs> was dealing with the. <laughs> the people down like uh, the human characters out in the water like this is what they, the human people are dealing with because by the way we never really talked about this the humans plot point of this movie this time around because last time they were here for unobtainium and that was it this time around uh because this is something that if you unless you saw the deleted the uh director's cut version of avatar the first movie in which you actually get to see earth which has <laughs> Avatar 1, watch the director's cut for this scene alone. It has one of my favorite scenes where we get to, you know how it starts with Jake Sully giving his uh, narration of like, this is, you know, my life and I'm Jake Sully and yada yada. You sit to see his life on Earth and he goes to a bar and there's this dude who's like hitting on this girl who don't want to be hit on or not hitting on this girl. He like 
hits this girl. Like, I guess it's his girlfriend or whatever. And he just straight up smacks her in the face. Just open palm in front of everybody. Jake being a, you know, soldier and a, a good guy, he rolls over there in his wheelchair and he's like, hey, man, back off. And then he like, you know, knocks the dude out. And then... I guess domestic abuse is the way of the future because they literally throw him out the bar onto the street and then they take his wheelchair and chuck it at him and hit him in the back of the head with it and then slam the door closed. I was like, God damn. Wow. The level of disrespect. Like they were like, they were like, take your mother wheelchair to it. We Not only that, but in the future, we don't they don't women respect here. our soldiers <laughs> as well. I mean, that's Neither do they respect <laughs> veterans. I was just like, that's it made me laugh because I was like, Easter. what is this planet? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> God dang, Earth has fallen, is down bad. So, so, so what I hear is not much has changed <laughs> in the future. <laughs> there are still veterans on the streets. And abuse, abuse. Uh, cool. <laughs> but uh, but uh, in that movie, you like in the director's cut, you get to see a little bit of Earth, and Earth looks kind of junky and trashy, and and you know it looks kind of crappy. And I guess that scene is to implement this to like, uh, you know, prove that point. So in this movie, in Avatar Two, the reason the humans are on Pandora now is not just for resources, but also they're like, we can live here. This is going to be our new home. To which I'm like, how is that going to make sense? When you can't breathe the atmosphere, you literally and can't also walk around when you're in the forest down here. It. That too, they're turning it into a de- like the human well, that's area. That's what they do with all all sci all sci fi movies. They do that with also they have like those hubs. They're like, oh, you can't go out into the actual planet because you know you'll die, your head will explode. They have those like hubs or things like that. So in every sci fi movie, they do that. Really, all humans move to these like planets. Where they start little colonies and they're like, but the outside is like deadly and we can never leave this area. And then somebody finally leaves and they're like, the new generation can now breathe the air. It's like, no, you haven't exposed them at all to it. That doesn't work that way. Avatar is like, biology doesn't work that way. There will never be a generation that can breathe this air because it's like Miles has lived uh, or Spider has lived there his entire life and he still needs a mask too. So he's like, Mm -hmm. they're like, like it's, uh, but on top of that, Jonathan's right. When they land, that part of the forest they destroyed never grows back. The human area is a damn desert. So it's like, okay, how are you going to live here when you're destroying the play ecosystem? You can't even survive here. <laughs> That's true. Like, a lot of those movies with different lands, humans can't survive in. And they're not willing to adapt properly. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and then just end up fucking up the whole planet. But That's funny, too, because it's like... I mean, I know the the Navi kicked them out from the first movie, but it's like nobody on the human side is like, you know, it'd probably be less work if we just like make peace with the Navi. Why are we going through the effort of wasting manpower and resources to attack them in an environment that we don't understand? In fact, this movie or find a whole new planet because or that too clearly, <laughs> that like we can sustain life on that planet by wearing these special masks and stuff and like all that stuff then go find a different planet here's the thing too is that it's like their whole thing is like they're 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 gonna you know wipe the navi out so they can enjoy their time because the military is there and they're just like the military is running the show so they're like yeah we're gonna wipe them all out and uh and uh 
so we can live on this uh, moon, essentially. Because Pandora is a moon, it's not the planet. But I'm like, here's the thing, though. I'm like, and here, and James Cameron, this is what I mean by their kid, they could add so much subtlety to this movie. Is I'm like, this is just space Vietnam. Because we did the same thing with Vietnam. <laughs> we thought we would go over there and kick some ass and take some names. And we never thought about the fact that not a single American soldier had ever set foot in there to know the landscape and know how the, how the jungle works. So we lost because we didn't know anything about the environment. And that's the same thing in this movie where all these soldiers go out here like, yeah, we're going to kick some ass. And it's like, none of us know how this planet works or how any of these animals work. And at least on Earth, animals are pretty much, you know, very normal. Here, animals can do all types of stuff that we have never seen before. And that's just two biomes. We've only seen the water place and the jungle place. Who knows what else is on this moon, for all we know. What's happening underneath the planet? What's happening in the polar ice caps of this planet? We don't know. So yeah. yeah, they don't know anything about the actual <laughs> environment either. They don't even know if they can drink the water there. That's a good question. Because <laughs> for all this water, I don't even know if they can consume it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it, it causes eternal life, but what if, like, you still, like, disintegrate? Well, the whales just cause, etern like, eternal life, you know, hunting down the whales. But you can still, like, disintegrate. Like, you could just be alive, but, like, your body still, like, Oh, it deteriorates, aging. yeah. Like, yeah, deteriorates. Mm -hmm. Also, I never understood that. I, one of the last points, and you guys should give your ratings. Um, the need for eternal life for humans. Like, why do you just, you want to hang around this whole time for what, to see your children and your children's children? But then at a point, there's only too many people, and then there's no reason to have children. Actually, Fairly Odd Parents pointed that out. <laughs> That's why I thought about that. Because they, uh, Cosmo and Wanda, Wanda had a, wanted a baby, and they're like, "Well, why can't you have one?" They're like, "Fairies are immortal. There's no reason for us to have children. After a while, they're like no more." And then they couldn't have any because the whole was like, "Well, we have all the fairies we'll ever need." I don't know. I think eternal life is weird, and stealing people's water and whales is a bad yeah, thing. The only cool—that's <laughs> my two cents about this movie. The best bringing up fairy odd parents on an avatar. Yes. Review. Of course. I, I mean, the only oh, cool time I've ever seen that plot point used is uh, the short in Love, Death, and Robots Pop Squad. Um, either of you ever seen that one? No. It's uh, The premise is that it's a society where there's like an upper city and a lower city. And the upper city is where all these people are who live forever. But the trade-off is that they can't have kids. But the people who do have kids are people who like, you know, because every adult can live forever if they wanted to and had the money. But it's like a lot of them are like, what's the point of it living an eternal life when you've done everything? Like it's 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 pointless. Yeah, you're just kind of there. And so they have and so they have kids, but there's a force dedicated to killing the children that are born in this new society. And it's very it's it's a very good told story because the main character has like a conflict of morality and other stuff. It's a really interesting, really great short. If you haven't seen it, watch Pop Squad. It's one of my favorites from that season of Love, Death, and Robots. It's way more subtle nope. than this movie. <laughs> this this three hour long movie in that ten minute short. <laughs> Speaking of rating, 
Yeah, we don't want this review to be as long as this movie. So uh, rating <laughs> is uh, that's fair. I would give this movie we're halfway there. About the same thing I gave Avatar, which uh, Avatar one, which was uh, like a C. Yeah, just a C, regular C. I don't think this movie's awful. I think there, and I think there's a lot of enjoyment to be had. You know, I'm just out here, just like pointing out stuff. But it's not. I don't say all that stuff to say to say that I hate the movie. It's just that I just think there's a lot of. I, I harp on it so much because I feel like there's so much potential to do with this premise and uh, this world. There's a lot of great character moments they could be doing. The world is so interesting that I would love to see more of it. As far as like what they do with more animals, maybe, or more of the environment, or maybe a tribe that isn't so nice. Because it seems like the Navi are pretty peaceful people. I'm like, where is there a Navi tribe that isn't peaceful? Maybe there's some people who live in a volcano or something, and they're just like, I wish you would come over here. Don't you bring this war over here. We will throw you in the volcano, big bro- big fella. But <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, yeah like if they're, or, or maybe if they're fighting like a, yeah, another tribe. Yeah. That would be an interesting dynamic. Like, I feel like there's a lot to mine from this world and this concept that I feel like this movie is leaving on the cutting room floor for the sake of just being like, well, you just want to tell a story about the environment. And it's like, okay, cool. But you could do that and also have cool stuff happen um, and good character moments. Uh, and so for those reasons, I feel like it's lacking in that department. But the visuals alone do carry this movie over for a lot of points for me because I will say there's a lot of movies coming out still to this day that don't look as good as this movie does. And uh, that has to be applauded in a lot of ways. The mocap that a lot of these actors did is to be appreciated. It's done, done very well. So, and not every actor is flat. You know, like you said, Zoe Saldana, Bailey Bass, um, Britton Dalton, and some of the other kids whose name I can't remember. Um, even Sigourney Weaver, like while her voice is distracting, she has a lot of life to her personality, uh, to her character and her personality as the character of Kiri. So there's a lot there. I just feel like if they take a little more rewrites in that in that script for the next few, and really patch those up to add some really interesting moments that that push this narrative forward, they could make a really great film. Um, in the Avatar series. And it's not too late. Sure. They still got two more chances. <laughs> so It's true. What about you, Jonathan? Uh, I I had a fun time, like I mentioned earlier, watching this film. Just seeing the characters. Everything looked visually so good, from the characters to the setting to... Um, the different changes within the settings, like when you would see um, the location, the uh, water nation at night versus when it would be in the daytime, they would both look very visually appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed getting to know the new characters, the kids, um, the water Navi, and um, just like seeing their characters develop within this story um, was really nice to see. I thought they did great with the emotional elements, um, like the family aspect when uh, homie dies. Uh, I felt emotional and um, the story left a little to be desired just because it was very like it was a little basic, but um, 
that that made room for them. I won't like knock that too much because it left room for them to explore and just play with the world that we were in um, rather than having to focus on a, a certain plot. We got to just like play with the characters and play with the setting and, and all that stuff. Um, so I appreciated that, which is, is mainly what I feel like this movie is for. I don't feel like anybody's going into this movie like needing to absorb and con- absorb and consume a plot that is like hefty. I don't feel like that's what most of the people watch Avatar for. We all, most of us watch it for the visual element of it um, and just the spectacle and the epicness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... For that, uh, I'll uh, I'll be a little easier on it, and um, I'll say a B minus. Yeah, and you make the next one. Don't make it this long, though. For real, <laughs> C- cut it down. Yes, like it, we get it. I it looks pretty. The... They don't need to be this long. <laughs> I am excited for the next Avatar, but it's more so I'm excited for the Avatar with the Earthbender that's coming out. <laughs> They're making a third one in the lines from after the Korra, Legends of Korra. They're doing an Earthbender one. So that's where my excitement is for any Avatar stuff. I remember when this when the first one came out and I was like, You want to talk Avatar, about Avatar? Mad... Why is this when I was a kid? Why is this <laughs> yeah. yeah? And it's gonna be on Paramount Plus. So like, you know, that's where my Avatar I was so mad as a kid is. when I, I saw the Avatar one trailer and I was like, oh yeah, Avatar movie. Because they had been announced that the last Airbender movie was coming. So I was like, oh yeah, Avatar. And then it, you see it, there's jungle, cat people, spaceships. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? This ain't Avatar. This isn't even Avatar at all. Yeah, I thought that too. I was right. like, what is going on? I'm like, the water tribe Which looks very sh- different. They're all Because that, that Avatar movie that flopped, I think, got released not long after. It did. Well, because that's why it had to be called The Last Airbender. Because I'm sure it was planned yeah. to be called Avatar, The Last Airbender, but then it's like, oh, wow. I went to see The Last Airbender in theaters, and I lost my sandal halfway through the film. It fell in the aisle before me. So I had to sit for the rest of the half of the film with like my leg up so I didn't touch the ground. How did you get home? No, it fell in the front row. I just had to hop after the movie. But there were people sitting in the row in front of me. So I couldn't very well tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, my shoe (laughs) fell under your seat. Can you grab that for me? So I had to wait till they got up and left and I went to the row in front of me and grabbed my... So that movie is your Doctor Strange. You were distracted the whole time by something. It wasn't as horrible, but yes, I was traumatized during that. The last era. For many other reasons, too. That movie was just... (laughs) That movie was trauma in its own. Um, But it sounds like all around, it sounds like it's more of a pretty film, this Avatar The Way of Water. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that it definitely needed help with the storylines, at least. But maybe in the second uh, second or third, whatever Avatar is coming out next. The Way of the Trees. I don't know. <laughs> That's um, what me and my friends were joking about that. We're like, every Avatar sequel is going to be a new biome. Like, the next one's going to be in the snow. The next one's going to be it has, in, like, a different it, environment. It's the Way of the Water. So, the Trails of the Trees. <laughs> trails of the Trees. All right. As long as Disney has, like, you know, they can uh, make a... Uh, Make more a parts land. of their park using Avatar. They'll t- they'll keep doing it. I, in fact, I'm curious to uh, see because they've already made Disney. updates. To, they make it updates to Avengers Land all the time at Disneyland. Every time a new Marvel movie comes out, they'll add a new actor to be that character in the park. So I'm wondering if they'll add something for uh, at Disney World 
for Avatar Land at the Animal Kingdom now that they have this movie out. Yeah. Social media, Alex. Where we? Where can we find socials? Uh, you can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok. And on TikTok, you can also find the first ones to die, where I post little videos of you know what's going on in our podcast, day to day life, and little updates here and there. Um, I posted on TikTok while we were doing this podcast. Why again? I was off into the spirit world, so check that out. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? Where are we finding you? You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can follow us at the first ones to die on all social platforms. Email us the first ones to die at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you're thinking. Go ahead. If you're listening to us uh, through a podcast platform, go ahead and give us five stars. Give us a rating and review. We love it. It would help us out tremendously. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and thumbs up this video and uh, subscribe and comment. Jerome, where can we find you? You can catch me at not Jerome Red on Instagram or at RoboZooMedia slash and at Jerome underscore the underscore show to see all the stuff I'm, other stuff I'm working on. And uh, also, as always, you know, follow the YouTube channel at the First Ones to Die podcast to see all of the fun extra stuff that you can only get there. Stuff like mini reviews, video games, uh, vlogs, and of course, you know, film versions of all the podcasts as well as book reviews as well. So, you know, a bunch of extra First Ones to Die content you can get on over there. And uh, also be on the lookout for when we start streaming on Twitch again. Uh, currently, we were playing Stray and we're still going to continue doing that, play that game. And then, you know, we'll be on to whatever's next. And if you have some suggestions, comment below and give us those. Or you can email us at the first ones to die at gmail.com, like Doc said. Um, but yeah, other than that, if you've seen Avatar, The Way of Water, comment below. Tell us what you thought about it. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What were your thoughts? Do you agree with our thoughts? Do you not agree? Comment below. Tell us how you feel. Um, and if you haven't seen it, are you looking forward to it? I know there's one person that I know for a fact is glad it's out and probably enjoyed the heck out of it, which is one Taylor Napolsky. Because <laughs> he's been excited for Avatar 2 for a long time. <laughs> so Taylor's good people. Yeah, he's good people. Uh, if you haven't already, <laughs> buy people. his book. Um, in fact, Alex, I think you have it, right? I do. I do uh, as well. I need to still get it. Economic despair. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by Taylor Napolsky. You can buy it in stores. You can order it on Amazon. So. Yeah, I bought it the first week it came out. Mm -hmm. I love when our friends do creative stuff and I get to support them in some way. It's always good feeling to know that. Oh, also, if you're in the Seattle area and you uh, want to come to a laser show, I'm doing the Laser Mac Miller show on Wednesday <laughs> at the Pacific Science Center. Oh, yeah, I guess we should dome. support you too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, well, you know, I might as well use the podcast for my own uh, purposes. <laughs> so, if you're in if you're in the area um, just after Christmas and you're looking for something to do on that Wednesday on the 28th, come on down to the Laser Dome. Come see the Laser Mac Miller. Uh, and come say hi if you like. I'm also doing Laser SZA earlier in that night too at 7. So you can see both if you want or just see one. But And if you just want to come over and say hi, I'll be around. So You got any promotional material, Jonathan, for yourself? Um, I guess it, come to the Stranger Things experience uh, in uh, L.A. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm not doing anything with that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> all right, audience. That's it. All right, Don't we'll worry. see We will let you leave now. You're, you're free to go. We will not hold you like one James Cameron would for three hours, sometimes nine. <laughs> it was almost a four hour film counting trailers and everything. All right, because people stayed out till the end to see if there's after, after credit scenes. So it's like almost four hours. <laughs> but either way, bye, everybody. Bye. Peace.